So Dramatic would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. What up, Drama Army? Welcome to So Dramatic. Welcome to Tea Tuesday. We have a big, big show today. We have so much to get through, so much juice, so much tea, so many bombshells, so many scandals, so many different shows to discuss. This episode really has it all. It has got more goodness than a health retreat, which is exactly what I need after listening to Tamara and Co's Instagram Live this week. I think I lost more brain cells than I even had. Speaking of that, I have dropped a brand new episode on Patreon that is live now, responding to that awful Instagram live that Regina George and her Gretchen Wieners did last week. That is Tamara, Olivia, Jessica, and Samantha for those playing at home. Actually, they make Regina George look pleasant. So during that live, they basically spouted the most horrible dribble I've ever heard, basically offending just about everyone. Tamara also tried to defend herself for calling me up. Fucking baloney cunt. And said that it's my fault that she called me that. So anyway, I've got a few thoughts, feelings, and things that I would like to say in response. I will also address what Olivia said during that live about me, which came as just a shock to me as it did to all of you. I am going to reply to all of that on Patreon because because it's a safe space on there. And the trash talking from Olivia and her little posse is just not worthy of being on the main show. This is a trash free zone and the real estate on here is worth way more than they can afford. Even on an OnlyFans salary, that's allegedly more than Jessica Powers. Coming up today is Married at First Sight's Jack Miller dating a Love Island bombshell. Another piece of the Jackson Lonnie cheating affair puzzle has emerged. This intel honestly had me shook. And speaking of that cheating affair, Jackson's party pash with Hannah Hughes joins him on OnlyFans. Married at first sight villain Bryce Ruthven behaving like, well, typical Bryce at a recent soccer match. Tamara Georgievic hits peak idiot status as she films herself breaking the law and shares the footage on Instagram. Daniel Holmes explains why he got a billboard made of himself. The celebrity version of Married at First Sight 2023 has been canned as casting for normal people begins. Plus, hallelujah, it looks like they are actively trying to tick the diversity box this season. Jessica Power responds to Olivia's claim she earns more than her on OnlyFans. All the details about Tully and Drew's explosive fight in the Big Brother house that was too confronting to air on TV. The truth about why Big Brother was unable to secure big names like Sarah Marie Fidel, Blair McDonough, Fitzy and Chrissy Swan. The Big Brother Final Four revealed. Spoiler alert for that one. I will also give you another warning during the episode before I do that story because I know there are lots of Big Brother fans out there who do not want any spoilers. The identity of three hunted fugitives revealed and leaked emails from the Real Love Boat producers detail their whack casting process. And you guys are going to have to wait until tomorrow for So Scandalous because it was so explosive, it needed an entire episode of its own. So that will be dropping tomorrow 
tomorrow morning. Mark your diaries now, set those alarms. Plus lots more, so much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You wanna know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. All right, let's start as always with our celebrity sightings of the week. XOXO spotted married at first sight's Jack Miller on a date with Love Island's Courtney Stubbs. One so dramatic spy sends us this. Hey, I saw Courtney Stubbs and Jack Miller from MAFS having breakfast today at Elk on the Gold Coast. They went for a walk and he had his arm around her when they were sitting on a bench at the beach. Ooh la la, could this be our latest reality TV crossover romance? I hope so. Watch this space. XOXO. Spotted another piece of the Jackson Lonnie cheating scandal puzzle. One so dramatic spy sends us this. My girlfriend and I saw Jackson Lonnie at Erin Affair only a couple of days after he kissed that Insta girl at the nightclub on the weekend. Olivia was meant to have been heartbroken and on her own at the time, but yet Jackson was coming out of Honey Burdette, a sexy lingerie store, with a Honey Burdette bag in his hands. Who was he buying lingerie for? Question mark. This made me wonder if it was for Olivia and if the cheating scandal was all a publicity hoax. Sounds like he was buying a present for Olivia to get out of the bad books after his party pash with Hannah, or he was buying her props for OnlyFans, to me anyway. Possibly a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B, if you ask me. XOXO. Speaking of that cheating affair, spotted Hannah Hughes, aka Jackson's party pash victim, who went viral after the incident, has launched her own OnlyFans account. In case you missed it, however, I doubt there was anyone on this planet who did. The 20-year-old dominated headlines last month for her Lava Lounge lip lock, and now she's capitalizing on her newfound notoriety in the same way Jackson and Olivia have. Taking to her Instagram story last week, Hannah announced her foray onto the adult content sharing site, posting a screenshot of a previous Insta poll where she asked whether she should make an OnlyFans. Hannah directed her followers to the link in bio. She said, you voted, I catered, adding, my family, keep a blindfold on. (laughs) Hannah is just out there giving the people what they want and making the most of her five minutes in the spotlight. Kris Jenner would be shaking. On her OnlyFans page, Agent of Chaos Hannah is spruiking herself as a tattooed brunette with subscriptions starting at $10 per month. So I slid into Hannah's DMs upon seeing this last week, faster than Jackson's tongue slid into her mouth, might I add, and asked how this all came about. She said, I made it because I've known a couple of people that have it and I've only heard good things. I've wanted to make it for ages now, but was scared of what my family and friends would say. Now they've been nothing but supportive when I brought the idea up. I've already had all of this online negativity and whatnot, so what's the worst that could happen if I made it? People have already made assumptions about me. Plus, I'm finally at a stage where I'm happy with how I look and my body, so why not take pride in it? Honestly, I would have done it a while ago, but was too scared of what people would say and think. After having so much said about me already, I'm at a stage where I couldn't care less what people think of me. What a great attitude to have. Get that bread girl, show off that amazing body and look away, Jimmy Nicholson. XOXO. Last week, Married at First Sight villain Bryce Ruthven was spotted doing the purple splash at Amy Park, submerging himself into icy waters for charity. But that wasn't the only sporting venue Bryce has been at recently. One so dramatic spy sends us this. 
Not that exciting, but some tea on Bryce. I saw him at a local soccer game recently. My boyfriend was playing against his team. Not sure why, but he didn't get to play. Instead, he sat on the sidelines the whole time and screamed out the C word to players on my boyfriend's team, including my boyfriend. Not even surprised. He plays for Dandenong White Star. If you want proof he plays there, have a look at their Facebook page and he is in some of their videos. I then said, what the hell? Why was he screaming out the C word? And they replied, they have been winning all season and my partner's team gave them a run for their money and he couldn't take it. He was very childish. (laughs) Sounds like typical Bryce. Now, this isn't the first time that Bryce has had an altercation of sorts on the soccer match either. During his season of Married at First Sight, I actually reported on a number of incidents where Bryce was involved in physical and verbal altercations on the field, with one incident leading him to being red-carded for punching another player. He also allegedly made derogatory comments about a player's wife who had recently undergone chemotherapy for cancer. Now, if you want to hear all of the details about that, that was actually a Patreon episode that I dropped at the time. So make sure that you've signed up for Patreon. And when you're on there, just search three more horrifying incidents involving Bryce. That is up there now if you want to give it a listen. XOXL. Speaking of married at first sight villains, spotted Tamara Georgievic illegally using her phone whilst driving. One so dramatic spy sends us this. Tamara was filming Instagram stories whilst driving on the M1 highway today. God, a freaking highway to be able to drive at 100 kilometers per hour and film Instagram stories at the same time requires some serious skill. I find it hard to just film an Instagram story when stationary. But don't try this at home, kids. Let's not forget that using your phone whilst driving is illegal and can kill people. And while we're here on this topic, just a little PSA. Can all reality stars please stop doing this? We can wait 30 minutes for your Ask Me Anything answers. Trust us. We are not holding our breath for them. Our life does not depend on it. The world is not going to end if you don't post that story. Now, this spy sent in receipts and they get an A-plus this semester. Let me play one of the videos Tamara had to urgently post on her story whilst doing 100 on the freeway. Early today, just because it's Friday, so, like, why not? But complete standstill traffic because there's two car crashes. And there might be a third if you don't get off your phone. XOXL. Spotted Married at First Sight's Daniel Holmes and Carolina Santos being surprised by a roving billboard promoting his upcoming boxing match against fellow groom Brent Vitiello. The billboard read, The stakes are at an all-new height and it showed Daniel towering over Brent. Now, in case you missed it, the reality star is set to face off against Brent in an upcoming Team Ellis boxing match which is highly anticipated considering their absolute disdain for one another stemming from the show. He captioned the clip shared to Instagram, who did this? And when I saw it, I was asking myself the same question. And then I asked Daniel the same question. He replied, I organized it. I'll make Mr. Classy break character. It's driving around the city for the day. I'm making a few subtle jabs. So it's all a hilarious prank orchestrated by Daniel in order to ruffle Brent's feathers. Gotcha. 
Now, this is not the first time Daniel has made a mockery of Brent's shorter stature. In an Instagram post on June 5th, he shared a David vs. Goliath style image, photoshopped to make him look even bigger than his opponent. Look, gotta give Daniel points for trying and an A plus for effort this semester on Daniel's report card because all of this photoshopping would take a lot of effort and a lot of time. XLXL. Spotted Brent, Domenica, Ella and Al hanging out with MAF's executive producer Tara McWilliams and relationship expert John Aitken at the Logies in a behind-the-scenes photo leaked by Married at First Sight troll NASA Sultan. NASA captioned the photo, the true definition of favoritism. The producer of Maths and John at the Logies, from zero to heroes, editing is a wonderful thing. Now, as we know, only seven of this year's 22 Married at First Sight contestants were offered a seat at the inaugural award show, whilst on-screen villains like Tamara and Olivia sadly missed out. Now, a source told So Dramatic a number of weeks ago that the uninvited cast members were calling it favoritism as usual. Last week, Dom also revealed that the MAFS cast weren't actually allowed into the main auditorium for the event. The shade! So after they arrived, she claimed that they were accosted and sent to a private Channel 9 viewing room away from the rest of the guests. (laughs) This killed me. Imagine being shunned to a private room away from the public and away from all of the guests. I cannot. There is no way I would have gone if that was going to happen to me. All that hair and makeup and outfit changes just to sit in a viewing room. XOXL. Speaking of the Logies, spotted Dion Giannarelli attending the event with his new slash old girlfriend, Nikki Walton. In case you missed it, as reported in episode 182, Dion appeared to have rekindled with his old flame, who he was dating just before maths after one A-plus super spy spotted the couple looking loved up on the Gold Coast. Now it appears that the pair have made their reunion Instagram official after sharing a number of videos tearing it up on the dance floor together at the event. Dion wrote, Logie's after party was a special event. It was even more special to share it with my number one. Now rumors were swelling that during Married at First Sight, Dion was actually back with his former girlfriend after reportedly ending their relationship right before filming his TV wedding. There were also claims that Nikki was waiting for him on the outside during the experiment. However, the property developer denied the rumors at the time. XOXL. Now let's get into the juice. There have been rumors swirling that there is a celebrity version of Married at First Sight in the works for 2023. However, it appears to have been canned. One person who is in talks to star in the celebrity season told So Dramatic that the season will no longer be featuring celebrities. They said, I've been told it will not be a celebrity season anymore. They had to halt it because they didn't have enough interest. Now, not only that, but So Dramatic has been informed by a number of sources that they are in the process of casting normal people for the upcoming series at the moment. A production insider dish to So Dramatic They are currently casting for the new season of MAFS and there are some interesting people who've auditioned, not surprised. They held the auditions over at some office in Surrey Hills a few weeks ago with normal people. (laughs) I love how they keep referring to normal people as normal people. 
They then said that the show's executive producer, Tara McWilliams, who was recently promoted to director of content at Endemol Shine Australia, will still be overseeing Married at First Sight, saying, also, Tara will still be the EP for Maths. They still have her listed down as the EP for the new season, which is interesting given that she was recently promoted. Another person also wrote in saying that their friend was approached to star on the new season. They received this email from a casting producer. Hi, mate. I hope you are well. Just wondering if you happen to still be single and interested in applying for Married at First Sight this year. If you are interested, I would love to have a chat this week. Let me know. Best wishes, casting producer. And then at the bottom it says, please keep the contents of this email strictly confidential. (laughs) So what did this person do? They emailed it to me within seconds. Now this person then added, my friend is gay. So he was like, no. I mean, hopefully they cast a gay couple this year. It has been a while. Speaking of diversity, actually, it does appear as though Married at First Sight are trying to include a slither of diversity this year. So as we know, in the past nine seasons of the show, there has only been one person of colour, and that was Zoe Hendricks all the way back in season one. Absolutely appalling that out of probably close to 200 participants, only one has been a person of colour. Now, a source tells So Dramatic that casting producers are actively looking for a person of colour to star on the show next year. They said, they have been reaching out to all of the people of colour content creators in Sydney. A couple of black TikTok creators are currently in talks with producers. Praise be, hallelujah, we love to see it. Oh my God, oh my God. Jessica Power has hit back at her fellow Married at First Sight alum, Olivia Fraser, after she claims she makes more than her on OnlyFans. As reported in episode 194 of the So Dramatic podcast, Olivia spilled the tea on her true earnings on the platform. Now, I asked her if she was comfortable giving out an exact figure as to how much she's earned on the platform, and she replied saying, I won't give a figure, but I'll just say that I've already made more than Jess Power's best month. Now, I then asked her what she thought Jess Power's best month was, as there was a lot of conflicting reports flying around. And Olivia said that she thought the fellow bride's best month was $200,000. Then I went to Jessica and asked for her thoughts on Olivia's OnlyFans venture and earnings claims. And she said that Olivia doesn't know what she's talking about. Jess said, first of all, how would she know how much I've made? Second of all, it's completely normal to earn a large amount of fast cash when starting OnlyFans, especially coming off one of Australia's biggest reality TV shows and having the OnlyFans hype around her. But no one knows how much I earned in my best month besides me and my accountant. I don't even like talking about the money I've earned or comparing it to anybody else. It's just not what you do. Come on, ladies. There is plenty of money to be made on OnlyFans for everyone. Oh my God. Oh my God. Two Bachelor Australia stars have landed themselves a spot on Bachelor in Paradise US. Adam Todd from Ellie and Becky Miles' season of The Bachelorette in 2020 and Florence Morinhart from Maddie J's season of The Bachelor in 2017 and Bachelor in Paradise in 2019 will both feature on the show, which is currently filming in Mexico, according to Reality Steve. So Reality Steve also said that the show is introducing a new plot twist modelled after Love Island's Casa Amor. He said... 
Halfway through filming, all the couples are separated. The men and the women are split up and one half is sent to another location. There will then be five new guys and five new girls sent in and the contestants will have to decide if they stick with their original coupling or move to a new one with one of the new arrivals without the original partners there to interfere. Sounds juicy. I'm actually secretly hoping that they bring back Paradise in Australia and add this to the format too. Also starring alongside Florence and Adam will be American Alex, aka Alex Bordy, who you may also remember from Bachelor in Paradise in 2019. He's actually a US Bachelor star from Rachel Lindsay's season and on Paradise he had a little fling with Brooke Lurden when he starred on the show. Also interesting to note that he's already met Florence in Paradise. They starred on Paradise together so I wonder if they'll strike up a romance this time around. Second time lucky possibly. Anyway very exciting times for Adam and Florence. Let's watch this space and see who they couple up with. Oh my god. Oh my god. They have both been evicted from the Big Brother house. However there was an explosive moment between Tully Smythe and Drew Anthony during filming that never made it to air. An on-set source tells So Dramatic Tully and Drew had a massive fight that was so explosive it couldn't be shown. It was so big that it would make Married at First Sight look tame. Producers decided to edit it down and almost didn't play any of it because if it got shown in its entirety, Tully would never work again. Not just in TV, but at any job ever again in Australia. (gasps) Yikes, must have been pretty bad. They added, no one would ever hire her again if they saw how she behaved. It was disgusting. They had to cut it out because it would make her look so bad. It was gross. She's a gross human. Their words, not mine. The source also dished some more tea about Tully's antics, saying Tully hated Sam the whole way through the show. She couldn't work out how her relationship with Drew would evolve when Sam was thrown into the mix. She was also jealous that Drew was so close with Tim and Estelle, she just felt competitive about the whole thing. She kept saying to producers, it's not normal to be put into the Big Brother house in these conditions when it's your ex-boyfriend. She kept saying, it's not fair. She would also say things like, I should have come in by myself and he should have been able to come in by his self. It's not fair to put us in here together. Sorry, Tully. Sorry to break it to you. But that is the only reason why you're in there. Oh my God. Oh my God. It has been revealed that the Big Brother contestants all got paid absolute peanuts to appear on the show with each of them only pocketing $120 per day for their time in Big Brother's house. So Dramatic can now reveal that this is the reason why they were unable to secure any of the franchise's biggest names. A production insider dishes to So Dramatic, everyone who asked for more money got knocked back. Sarah Marie asked for $150,000 and they said no. Chrissy Swan, Fitzy and Blair all asked for upwards of $200,000 and they said no as well. So only contestants who are willing to do the show for nothing signed on. The producers are stupid because the money would have been worth spending to get these big names on the show. It would have boosted ratings significantly. Well, maybe next year they can do a newbies vs OGs 2.0 and invest some proper money into getting the big names on. Oh my God. Oh my God. Spoiler alert for this next story. If you do not want to know the final four contestants on Big Brother Australia 2022, block your ears right now or skip ahead about one minute. So Dramatic can reveal that the Big Brother top four are, drumroll please, 
Johnson, Alicia, Taras, and Reggie. A very, very worthy top four, if you ask me. I am actually hoping that Johnson takes the money home, or if not, Reggie. Now, a source also dished some more intel about the final four to So Dramatic and potentially revealing who may take out the top prize. They dished, they have been editing the show to make Johnson win. He's getting a great edit. They've been focusing on him being a massive fan of the show and the fan favorite. They are playing that side of him really well. Johnson will win for sure. The final three are always looked after with their edits during filming. Reggie, Taras, Johnson and Alicia were always allowed in the diary room at any time right from the start of the show and they were favored the whole way through. That's the same that happens every other season. It's like they pick the winners early on and go, yep, this is the storyline we're going to build for them. This is who we want to win. Johnson was looked after the most. Producers treated him like gold. Well, I guess it pays to be a Big Brother super fan. Oh my God. Oh my God. There is a brand new reality TV show coming to our screens very soon on Network 10 called Hunted. And for all of you crime buffs out there, this is exactly what you've been waiting for. The real-life thriller is based on the hugely popular UK version and sends 18 fugitives into the wild. As they escape, they need to run and fast as they are being hunted down by the hunters. According to the show's official synopsis, the fugitives will have limited funds and resources and will have to think of ingenious ways to survive and remain undetected for 21 days. The cast will then be hunted down by some of the world's best investigators selected from the Australian Federal Police, Australian Defence Force, British intelligence, skilled cyber analysis, special ops and private security who will use their expertise and replicated powers of the state. And if that isn't already challenging enough the hunters also have cctv and call tracing on their side we've actually put the full trailer up for the show on our website if you'd like to see exactly what you're in for and honestly just after watching the trailer i am already hooked on this show and it sounds like you guys are too because i've had so many dms asking me about this show asking if i'm going to be covering it asking if i've got any tea on it Seriously, you guys are already obsessed and it hasn't even started. So imagine when it starts, how into it you're going to be. The Channel 10 publicity team honestly deserve a pay rise for hyping this show up so much. Now, as you know, the rule on this podcast is ask and you shall receive. So I've been a busy bee this week trying to get you guys some honey on this show. And I've been able to hunt down the identities of three contestants who will be starring on the show. Now, first up is Erina Lee Peters. She was already featured in the trailer. Her face was detected by the CCTV in that little promo thing. She's from the Gold Coast, Queensland. She's a mum of two cute little boys. Her bio on Instagram reads, always seeking adventure, travel, daily life, fitness, fun. And it would not be a reality TV show if someone wasn't already part of the reality TV pyramid scheme. Erin Lee already has links to the reality TV world, sharing photos with SAS Australia's Rihanna Crean. Now, So Dramatic can reveal the identities of two more contestants. Contestant number two is Jess. She's a pilot, presenter, diver, and traveler. She has a whopping 60,000 followers on Instagram already. Hello, Blue Tick. And it seems like she travels and goes on adventures for a living. So this show seems like the perfect fit for her. I'm going to play a short snippet from a recent Instagram story that she did so you can get a feel for her personality. I'm still alive. Can you guys believe it? Uh, the boys have taken the dirt bikes along the crab track this morning. Stayed at Lion's Den Hotel last night. 
not a hotel. Um, but it was sick. It was so awesome. It was a really cool vibe. Daly Waters, Daly Waters is still my favorite country pub, but hey, Limestone was still pretty awesome. Uh, they had live music. The vibe was awesome. People were awesome. Everything was awesome. Now, I'm pretty keen for a facial. Not going to lie. Um, my teeth have healed up really well. I feel like I haven't been on social media for quite a while now. But you know what? It's been nice. Uh, I've captured so much footage, so I cannot wait to start posting all of that. I've been in and out of reception, so it's been quite awful. Uh, but stay tuned because there is so much content coming. Now, a so dramatic spy who recognized Jess in the trailer actually wrote in with some tea about her, saying... She used to date this YouTuber called Matt. He had a YouTube channel called The Explore Life that my boyfriend likes to watch. Basically, it's an Australian travel channel. Matt had a girlfriend called Tiff that was all over the channel. Then suddenly, Tiff was gone and all the content included Jess. Like, basically overnight. And we were like, huh? That's a different blonde girl. Then all of a sudden, no more Jess and no explanation from either of them. A very public relationship to a very private breakup brackets rude so it sounds like there is drama not just in the reality tv world but also in the travel world good to know they added jess and matt split up a while ago now they were traveling around australia she was there and they were super serious very quickly and then she was gone and posting with a new guy like three weeks later so i'm not sure what happened such a stupid thing but he always traveled around with just a car and a rooftop tent and then she made him get a caravan and then just left They then added, I also saw Jess post Team Olivia content during maths last year. Just an FYI. (laughs) I love how this person has included that as like some sort of red flag. (laughs) So it seems like they've really cast some thrill-seeking kind of people on this show, which makes a lot of sense given the nature of it. Now, the third fugitive we can reveal is Robert Crispin from Western Australia. He's a hairdresser slash barber, which explains why he was featured in the promo shaving his beard off in the lift. He was also shown sitting on the back left of the van in a hoodie and again in a high-vis shirt. I will put the photos of all of the fugitives up on our website. If you recognize anyone else, please, please write in. Oh my God, oh my God. Darren McMullen may have come second on Celebrity Apprentice Australia, but it looks like his TV career is going to be smooth sailing from now on. Darren has managed to land himself a brand new gig on The Real Love Boat. Now, in case you missed it, The Real Love Boat is a reality TV dating competition inspired by The Love Boat, which is a hit 70s scripted series that used Princess Cruises ships as its setting. Darren will be starring alongside Below Deck's Hannah Ferrier and Studio 10's Daniel Doody as they work to help some of Australia's most eligible singles find love. Now, no official air date has been announced just yet, but Hannah revealed on Instagram that they were currently in the process of filming. Now, a number of you wrote in over the last few months saying that you'd been approached to star on the show. The casting producers were desperate with a capital D for this show. One listener who was approached by casting producers received this DM from them. It said, Hi, Billy. My name is Jess. I'm a producer on a brand new reality TV show. A little random, but are you single? I think you have a great look and would love to chat more about the show if you think it is something you may be interested. Now, Billy didn't reply and the casting producers sent a follow-up text. Hey, Billy, not sure if you caught my above message, but would love to know if you're interested. The premise is a dating show on a cruise ship around the Mediterranean. Our applications close tomorrow night, so just want to make sure that you don't miss out if you are. No stress either way. Thanks so much. 
Billy finally replied and wrote, Hey Jess, when would this be filmed and how long for roughly? Quite busy with work at the moment, but maybe interested. What's the show called? Jess replied, Yeah, of course. It will be filmed in June this year. Nice little summer vacay away from our winter. The show is called The Real Love Boat. I'll send a link to the app so you can have a look. Well, let's just hope that the casting producers ended up having more luck than they had with Billy on finding singles to star on the show. Warning. That is not all of the tea I've got for you drama queens today. As mentioned earlier, I have dropped a super spicy episode on Patreon addressing Olivia and Tamara's claims about me on Instagram Live this week. There is a link in the show notes to join and listen to that. Plus, there is even more bonus content, photos, videos, everything else up there as well. Oh, and guys, just about the RSS feeds too, you can actually listen to the Patreon episodes on your podcast app. You just need to get the RSS feed from your Patreon app and then share that link onto your podcast app. If you just Google like how to do an RSS feed on Apple or how to do an RSS feed on Spotify, they will give you instructions. Guys, don't forget, we also have our So Scandalous dropping tomorrow. That was so explosive. It needed an entire episode of its own. I will not say what it's about, but what I will say is do not miss it. And on Thursday, I have our So Exclusive that is with Celebrity Apprentice star Beck Zemek. Also don't miss that. We also have our daily show, So Dramatic Daily, which drops fresh tea every single day, Monday to Friday at 5 p.m. Please go and subscribe or follow to that show if you haven't already. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please take five seconds to leave a five-star rating, leave a review, follow, subscribe, do all of the things. Make sure you're also following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. There is a link in the show notes for all of those accounts. And please keep doing God's work and sending in your amazing tips. You guys are incredible. You are keeping this show afloat. If you have anything juicy, you can email tips at sodramaticmedia.com. I will see you guys back here tomorrow with our So Scandalous and again on Thursday. Until then, goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> Oh my God, oh my God. So Dramatic with Megan Pacetto.